0: You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hi, good morning. I hope you are doing well. I don't know why I said good morning. It's good morning for me. It might not be for you. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you are listening to this but i hope you're doing well i am just on my way back from uh, dropping the kids off to school early start this morning my daughter has uh, swimming on a monday morning at 7 30 a.m so i need to drop her by then but actually i've started to a uh, uh, morning ritual uh, over the last couple of weeks where i've been getting up earlier than usual and going for a brisk morning walk for 30 minutes before i start my day now I've always wanted to be a morning person, but never really been because I've enjoyed my sleep too much. But uh, I read the book, The 5am Club, and although I'm not quite there yet, <laughs> waking up at 5am, uh, I'm trying to get up a little bit earlier than I normally would. So uh, these days I'm getting up at, sort of today it was about just after 6 o'clock, 10 past 6, which still gives me some time to, uh, to get up and immediately go for my walk, uh, wake myself up, uh, come back and then uh, take my little ones to school before I kick things off for myself around sort of nine o'clock when I get back. But uh, no, I've I've found you know our, 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 you know we're, our brain is a muscle. You know, we can train it to. to do anything And although you think you might not be a morning person but actually you can train yourself to do so and just sleeping a little bit earlier really it's not that complicated uh we can get up a little bit earlier and therefore get more out of our day uh you probably read the book or if you haven't then i'd recommend you do so atomic habits by james clear to how to build good habits and break bad ones and the formula that he talks about of building good habit is you know make it easy make it attractive make it rewarding make it satisfying so what I do to make going for a walk easy is I make sure that I've got, before I go downstairs, I'm already in my tracksuit and my fleece. So I'm kind of programming myself to do some sort of uh, uh physical uh, activity. I come down before I do anything. I just, my trainers are out. I put on my trainers and uh, go out and tell myself, right, well, once I've done my morning work, then I can enjoy my coffee. And if I haven't, then I can't. So that's my reward for going on my morning walk is the coffee that I look forward to. So these little things we can hack our brain into doing the things that we want to do but feel lazy uh, and unmotivated to do so. Uh, little tricks. Check out the book by James Clear I haven't already. Anyway, sorry, you're probably tuned into this thinking about, you know, what, what do I do with my website? Well, let's get on to it. So why have I chosen uh, what the things that uh, we do wrong on our websites and how you can fix them? Reason for this subject is I've got a mentoring session on this week. We're at the second part of our power positioning program. The first part was ideal client positioning. The second part is messaging and website strategy. So to my members, I'm going to be going deep into uh, what to put on a website, what not to put on a website, the messaging to use on the website, the framework that I'll be sharing in terms of how to create the website, what a website is for, and how to get your website actually working for you to generate leads because that's what it's all about, isn't it, at the end of the day. So I just wanted to share a couple of uh, pointers in this uh, short podcast series on the same subject to give you some pointers as well in terms of what to put on your website or not to put on your website. So. Let's dispel some kind of uh, uh, misconceptions, shall we say, around websites. You know, the if you've got a website or you're thinking of getting a website, you're probably thinking, I need it to look pretty. I need it to have lots of pages. I need to talk about everything that we do and list of all our services and talk about our history. Well, actually, that's the worst thing you can do. And if you look at every other accountant's websites, they're probably the same. And the whole point of a website, and this is the one thing to remember, the whole point of a website is to get the viewer to take some sort of action. That is website 101. The only purpose of your website is to get the viewer that comes across your website to take some sort of action. That is it. That is all you want them to do, don't you? After all, your website is your digital shopfront. So just like the window display in a retail shop, that is what your website should be. Your website should be attractive and alluring and endearing enough for someone to take the next action which in a retail shop would be to open the door and come in on a website it would be either book a call with you or download something of value so why is it then we think that we have to have a website which has pages and pages of all our services listed out of accounts and bookkeeping and taxes and blah 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 and i used to be the same i had exactly the same when i first had my websites made two or three of them it was exactly the same i thought i thought you know i have to pack as much into my website as possible because you know after all if i don't tell a client what's involved in a set of accounts or you know what's involved in bookkeeping then they won't know (laughs) it doesn't matter your client doesn't care your prospect doesn't care they already know you're an accountant of course you do accounts you're an accountant of course you do payroll and bookkeeping and taxes you don't need to list out what you do your client prospect doesn't care they already know that that's what an accountant does So what do we need to have on a website what we need to do is literally just hook the viewer into getting their attention and then leading them to take some sort of action so ideally your website needs to be clear concise simple and guides the viewer to take that next step that next action to book a call with you or download something of that so the first thing you want to make sure that your website has is a very clear uh, a very clear message right at the front, so that the buyer knows that they're in the right place. So rather than having lots of text, you want, you want a one-liner, you want a one-liner that says to the client, the prospect that's coming on your website, that they're in the right place. It passes the grunt test. They come on there and then immediately they kind of, oh yes, I'm in the right place for whatever it is that I'm looking for. And remember that people don't take action unless they're in some sort of pain. People don't take action, they're not gonna be browsing for an accountant unless they've got some kind of pain, they've got some kind of problem that they're in. Either they need an accountant or they've got an accountant but the accountant is really bad and they're looking to switch. So we need to identify what the conversation is that's going on inside our prospect's head and make sure that we answer that as much as possible on our website. So they've got a problem that they're facing. What is the problem that we are solving that we can put front and center of our website so that the prospect immediately comes to the website and thinks, oh, yes, this is the answer to my problem. I need to get in touch with these guys because they have articulated my problem and the pain that it's causing me. They've read my mind, essentially. And that's what good marketing is all about. When you can get into the head, into the... Into the conversation that's going on inside your prospect's head, oh, that is the holy grail when it comes to marketing. Because you can then tease out exactly what it is, what problem they're facing, the pain it's causing them, put that front and center, and position yourself as the solution, as the guide who's going to help that prospect, that client overcome their, their situation of overcome their problem and alleviate the pain that it is causing them so if you want an example i have uh you know on your brand that you may have been talking about capture accounting go to captureaccounting.com and i put together a one-page website and it's just this is where we think that we need to have pages and pages you don't you simply need to have a one-page website because remember the sole purpose of your website is to get your prospect to take action to book a call with you to download something of value so if you look at that website it literally is just one page at front and center it says accountants for content creators and influencers that is the niche so immediately the target market that i'm going for when they land on that website immediately they're going to think it's home for them they know that they're in the right place because i've called them out i've called them out by name and again this all boils down to niching and specializing and ideal client positioning which i've mentioned in previous episodes that the more that you can put yourself out there and the prospect when they come across you to feel oh yes they understand me and that they take notice when you speak or when your material comes up because it's aimed directly at them the more likely it is that your target market will take action when we're too generic when we're too generalized then we just we just you we know, don't merge and, and drown into the sea of sameness as everybody else. We have to differentiate ourselves. So that's what you need to have front and center. And also identify and articulate the problem that you're solving. So I think we have something like um, uh, taking care or taking away the hassle of uh, looking after your finances so you can concentrate on building your audience, something like that. Because we know that for our audience... Their biggest bugbear is handling all the compliance and accounts and taxes work. They just want to concentrate on what they do and taking pictures and creating content. So we can take that hassle and and uh, uh, the headache of managing their accounts and taxes away from them. So we know that's their biggest uh, bugbear. And so we put that front and center. And then what you want is a big prominent call to action. So a call to action is basically a button which calls them to take action. And in marketing, you have to call the buyer to take action. If you don't call your prospects to take action, they won't take action. We literally have to push people, we have to take people exactly to where they want to go. We can't expect people to figure things out themselves because they don't. We everybody has very short attention spans. So what you want is you want to have a call to action front and center. You also want a call to action that is on the top right because the way that we browse websites is we start from left and then we go to right so your prospect will start in the left hand corner that's probably going to where your logo is they'll go to the top right that's where you want a call to action the book a call then they'll go down to the middle uh, center uh, at the top of the fold basically the first thing that the client sees the prospect sees you want to have a button there so you'll see when you go to captureaccounting.com that exact uh, framework and template that i have used and then further down from that what you want to do is then again uh keep talking about the problem so make sure that the prospect feels that they're in the right place that you you get them that you understand them so you know what are the biggest problems that you solve and put them front and center and what else do you need on your front page you need some sort of uh then you want some kind of proof some kind of uh, testimonial from a client or two so that it just ticks the box off their mind because you know people are you know, people want to take to take shortcuts when it comes to decision making when you put some social proof a testimonial up there it helps to tick off in their brain that okay yeah these guys and if they're good enough for people like me then they're good enough for me which is why reviews are so powerful on um, sites like amazon we go to the reviews because we just want to make sure that other people have had benefit from this particular particular product or service uh, to make sure that it is that that we're in the right place so you want to have some testimonials front and center you don't need many we've only got one or two on the capture page but we've got a video testimonial and then you want to have you know your solution your your plan how do you work with clients so you know how easy it is to work with you we've got a three-step plan um the kind of uh, clients that you um uh, you know how do you work with them in a, in a three-step plan and then keep reiterating the call to action Uh the other thing that you need to have you may have this you may not have this as a lead magnet so if they're not quite ready to work with you to book a call with you then what else can they take away of value from your website to position yourself as the credible expert as the authority in your field and that's why lead magnets are so valuable and so effective in doing that because if they're not quite ready yet to make a decision on uh, working with you then they can take away something of value so typically an ebook we have an ebook on our page called seven uh seven money mistakes influencers make and how you can avoid them Uh, they download that and then they drop into our email nurture sequence which is what i teach in the third aspect of my power positioning course So it means that we can keep in touch with our prospect. We can continue to show value. We can continue to stay front of mind and continue to remind them to take action, to book a call with us as and when they're ready by having them in our database, by having their email address in our database, which is the most prized possession that you can have for For marketing purposes is someone's email address so again repeat so we have the uh the lead magnet on our page so if they don't want to book a call they have an option to download the lead magnet and further down reiterate the the call to action again to book a call and that is it so what you don't want to do on a website is confuse people because in marketing if you confuse you lose you don't want to have lots and lots of pages for them to go through because people don't read websites they browse them. Literally, you have less than 60 seconds to make an impression. That's how long we spend on websites. Just think of your browsing history. Unless you are actually researching and trying to find out an answer to something, if you're looking for a a provider, you're not spending much time on the websites. You're just browsing. And if, if they don't catch your attention straight away, you're gone. And your buyers are the same. You don't catch their attention straight away, you're gone. You don't give them an obvious call to action. They're not going to take the action. So that's simply what your website is. So have a think less is more cut down what you have on your website and try and condense it into one page that's all you really need um yes you can have a a separate page for your blog for example but you don't need pages and pages going on about your services because clients don't care they already know and you don't need to have lots on your history maybe a page about you know about about you and about your team that's fine uh but otherwise the the home page is the most important and that should be full of the call to action that you want your prospect to make so think less is more the more niche you are the better because you can call out your audience straight away you want the problem you solve to be front and center in the middle of that home page and you want those call to actions to repeat down the page and have some testimonials as well literally that is it you just need a one pager you don't need see we over egg things sometimes when it comes to websites we we think there's a huge mammoth ordeal but it's not you can just condense something into a one pager our website works for us it generates leads for us um, it ranks on on Google but that's not how what we use to kind of find our clients but it's it is a place where you know we can people go they go from our Instagram page they see the website they book a call because it's simple it's just that's the next thing we want them to do we don't want them to do anything else we don't want them to get lost we don't want them to get confused we don't want to put them off we don't want them to kind of you know you know uh, get lo- not know what to do when they land on the website we need to direct them into exactly what they need to do so hopefully that's been helpful uh i've gone on a bit in this one so my apologies uh but uh, yeah give me your feedback let me know how you found that you saw what one particular you got send me a message on linkedin and i'll catch up with you on the next episode take care have a great day